Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim on Daf Yomi. We now have, we now come on Daf Lamed Hamud Bet at the very bottom of the Omud to a very fundamental sugya uh, dealing with the issue of Isra Heter, of uh, when things that are prohibited are combined with things that are permitted, and it is riffing off of Rabbi Akiva's pres- uh, presentation in our Mishnah, uh, where if a Nazir takes some bread, and soaks it with wine, um, and eats it, and there's a kazayat, and it's unclear a kazayat of what, then, uh, then he is chayav. And therefore this sugya, which also appears in Masach Psachim, shows up, Amar Rabbi Avahu, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. So remember, this is a quote of Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Avahu is bringing the quote. Kol isurin Shabbat Torah, en heter mitztaref isur. Regarding all other Isurim in the Torah, Heter is not Mitzvah Isur, which means simply this. If you have a quantity of, um, of, uh, foodstuff which is prohibited, and it is less than a Kashir, and you eat it with permitted food together, so for instance, you had a sandwich, and the meat was Nevela, and the meat was less than a Kazayat, but the whole sandwich is more than a Kazayat, we do not say that you have violated, and therefore are liable for Makot. Chutz mi nazir, except for the uh, the rule of nazir and the prohibitions of nazir. Shari amrat Torah mishrat, because after all, the Torah said mishrat anavim, anything soaked in grapes, and that seems to um, to indicate that anything which is even grape soaked is asur. That's Rabbi Yochanan. Ziri amar af soor baltaktiru. Uh, Ziri says, also, taking any one of the stuffs that are not allowed to be burned on the Mizbeach, such as honey and yeast, etc., and, and, uh, and mixing them par- uh, part with that and part with something mutar, uh, is also a violation. Now, question is, Kiman, who is he following there? Karabi Elazar, the Darish Kol. It's Rabbi Elazar who says that the word Kol is expansive and then says Kol Soor Bechol Dvashlo Taktiru. But if that's the case, then Ihachi Kalinyan Chametz Nami. You should say the same thing regarding Chametz because it says Kol Machametz Lotochelu. So if you had a half a kazayit of Chametz along with half a kazayit of Matzah, let's say, you should be Chayav. And the answer is In Achinami, you're right, you are. So why did Ziri specifically mention Ktoret? He was there to oppose Abaya's opinion. Abaya is of the opinion that there is no shear of kazayit for the liability for haktara. So if you burn less than a kazayit of soor or dvash on the mizbeach, you're chayav. Ziri says, no, you're not. You need a shear, but in that shear, had to be starifliyser. by the way, is also in the context of chametz. All right, now. Uh, Therefore, Ziri comes to say against the Baye that you need a Kazayit. Now, that's the presentation. Yativ Ravdimi, so Ravdimi, who was the trident from Eretz Yisrael, who brought the Shmur from Eretz Yisrael, came and said in Bavel that Rabbi Avau, quoting Rabbi Yochanan, said, except in these, in this one case of Nazir, and Ziri extended it to a second and a third. Yativ Ravdimi, Kamar Laha Laha so he presented this this uh, dictum. Etev Abaye, Abaye then tra- challenged him and said, "Hamikpashel truma, if you have a soup of truma, vashum vashemen shochulin, and in it you have um, oil and garlic, which are chulin, 
meaning somebody who's gone to the mikveh that day, but he hasn't yet had the sunset, so he's still tamei. But tvul yom is a notion da'oraita, that after going to the mikveh you are of a relieved status, of a less of a status of tumah. And the tvul yom touched a little bit of the soup. Pasalat kulan, the entire thing is invalid, even though some of it is chulin. But now flip it. This is far more interesting. When the whole soup is chulin, but a minor amount, which is the oil and the garlic, which are flavoring it, are made of truma. If a tful yom touches some of it, the only part that's, that's invalidated is the place that he touched, and that part can't be used for truma, but the rest is not, is not affected as far as truma goes. Now, remember that tful yom is only postal truma. And in our discussion of that Mishnah, we said, Why is even the place where you touched? Pasul. Quoting Rabbi Yochanan, he said, Because a non-Kohen, if he were to eat that much, would be loke if he ate a kazayit. Now that means that we're saying that there's a soup mixed up of truma and chulin. If a czar was to eat a kazayit of that soup, he'd be loke, even though he's not eating kazayit of truma. So my tame, what's Rabbi Yochanan's reasoning? So Abayah says, isn't it because Rabbi Yochanan holds that even when it comes to Truma and other Isurim, and therefore if some of this is Truma and some of it is not Truma, and you ate a Kazayit of the mix, you're still loka, and therefore it's significant enough that if a Tvulyom touches it, a little bit is Pasul. So Rav Dimi answered back, Amar lo. My kazayit, when Rabbi Yochanan said, what did he mean? What he meant was, there is a kazayit of truma stuff within the shear of achilat pras, which means that in this soup, if you were to eat as much as you could eat, which is the time it takes to eat half of a wheat loaf, you would eat a kazayit of truma. So, in other words, there are two possible explanations for this ruling and for what Rabbi Yochanan said. The ruling in the Mishnah is that the Tful Yom invalidates the spot that he touched. The reasoning is that a um, is that a czar, a non-Kohen, would be considered liable if he ate a kazayit. We think that means a kazayit of the mix, which is hetermitzdar fleisur. Rav Dimi says that's not Rabbi Yochanan's reasoning because, as I said, Rabbi Yochanan does not extend it to truma. But rather, it's because kazayit bichteachilat pras, meaning that if there's a kazayit of isur within an achilat pras, that's the ratio of the entire food stuff, one kazayit of isur per achilat per half a loaf of total stuff, then you're loke for it. Because in, by eating that amount, you will have ingested a kazayit during one eating period. Now, Abayah challenges him, or the Gemara challenges him, is that notion of kazayit b'chitei achilat pras a doraita notion? That you would get makot for it, and then we consider it significant enough to be that it's fully almost posel? So Amar le'in. So Rav Dimi said yes. So Ihachi Abayah counters, Amay pligi Rabbanon alei de Rabbi Elazar v'kutach habavli, in the famous discussion of Masach HaPsachim, where the Rabbanan disagree and say that you are not uh, liable for eating kutach habavli on Pesach. It has chametz mixed in in small amounts. So Amarle, Rav Dimi said, Hanach kutach habavli. He said, according to you then, it should be that even Rabbanan would agree because it does have kazai b'chitei pras. That's the ratio of chametz to the rest of the kutach habavli, which has milk and honey and all sorts of other stuff in it. Um, and the Rabbanan said, you're not liable for it. 
So Rav Dimi said, Leave that alone. That's a different, unique case. Because even though there may be a ratio of material, it's impossible to eat a kazait worth of chametz during that time period. Because either kashari flamishraf, if you stuff it down your face, but that's not derech achila. If you prepare it and eat it properly, uh, the way that a normal person would, which is by dipping it a little bit in in some sort of uh, um, something to spread, then uh, uh, there's no way you eat it because I'd have chametz during achilat pras time. In other words, the way that this food is eaten is even though there is materially a kazayit within the spread of achilat pras of, of of the food stuff. Nonetheless, nobody would ever eat that much in a normal fashion. So either you eat it very, eating it very fast, stuffing it down your throat, in which case that's not called achila, or you're eating it normally, in which case you will not, you will not accomplish that much chametz during that time. Now, Eteve, now Abaye brought a challenge. Abaye continues to challenge Rav Dimi, trying to prove that Hetam and Starifli Sur should be a concept that is universal. He tried one from the Tful Yom, and he answered back, said, no, that's because I had Bichte Achila Pras. So now he said, you got two grinders, two mills, one of truma stuff and one of chulun stuff. You got two pots, one is filled with truma things, one filled with chulun things, and you're grinding spices into each pot. And one mill emptied into one pot and one into the other. I say the truma stuff is still truma, the chulun stuff is still chulun, that's fine. Why Shani Omer? Because this is the reality that I will impose. Chulin, the tochulin aflu, truma toch, truma aflu. That the chulin fell into the chulin, the truma into the truma, and I don't have any ta'rovitir. But if you, Abayi says to Abdimi, if you think that kazayit b'chtei pras is a concept that's da'oraita, then I should be concerned that maybe some truma fell into the chulin, and I should ask her both. Why do I allow myself the luxury of the Shani Omer, the imposed reality, which is really artificial, but we can do that when the, when the only concern is the Rabbanon. Elamai, Hetam Yitzhari Fli'isur. So Rav Dimi says back to Abayah, so you, th- so you think the real operative concept is Hetam Yitzhari Fli'isur? Hamayamin and Shani Omer. You got the same problem. Why will you allow a Shani Omer if you think Hetam Yitzhari Fli'isur? And as Rav Dimi says to Abayah, your question is a question back on you also. Your question from these two grain, two mills that seems to indicate that is not a valid concept of Raita also seems to prove that Hetamitzarifliisur is not a concept of Raita because if it were, then I should have a concern that some of the truma fell in and now when I eat a kazayit of the whole stuff, I will be chayiv. Right? Ella, Sorvdimi said, I'll give you the answer that'll solve it for both of us. Hanach truma tfalin drabananhi. After all, we're talking about spices. The truma that may have fallen into the chulin are spices. Spices are not doraita. If it was wheat, if it was grapes, if it was olives, right, doraita. But tfalin, spices, certainly aren't doraita as far as the truma goes. So therefore, the whole thing's rabbanan. So neither one of us has proven our point because it's not relevant. So Eitav Abai brought a second challenge. Shtei kupot, you got two two crates, a chachel truma, a chulin, filled with wheat of truma and chulin, one each. And then there's two baskets in front of one in front of each. One is a chulin basket, one's a truma basket. And again, one crate emptied into a basket, one crate into another basket. mutarin. Again, we say they're both okay. Shani omer And again, I say the chulin fell into chulin, the truma into truma, which means again I impose the reality. 
And Abaya turns around again to Avdimi and says, if you think, because is really a concept of Doraita, how can I say Shani Omer? Maybe I should be concerned that really the truma fell into the chulin, and when you eat it, and even though it got spread out, when you eat it, you're going to eat a kazayit what, when, during Achila Pras time, or during the amount of Achila Pras, and it's Asu, and you're Chayav. So Abayi says, I who explain the Tful Yom Halacha because of Hetamin Starifli Isur, I'm okay. Because, and this is something we didn't know till now, that Hetamin Starifli Isur only works when a majority of the entire stuffed around is Asur. So he said, in our case, I can answer it. If the box that has chulin is greater than the box that has truma, in other words, there's more chulin here than truma in the whole mix of the two boxes and the two baskets, then the hetamin starif lisur just won't kick in. And that's why I'll say shani omer. But you, Rav Dimi, who thinks that the reason for that full yom halacha is kazai b'chtechila pras, can afishi chulin my How does it help? My reality, how does it help that there's more chulin? You still have the problem of Kazai Bhtechila Pras. So Amar Le Ravdimi came with the same answer. Hanachli Truma Maybe the mission is referring to Truma in our day, after the Khurban, and after Rov Amisrael not not Baritz, and all the different possible criteria why Truma Bizmanazah might be different. Strabanan. So even though this is wheat, it's Strabanan. So after this entire discussion where Rav Dimi reported in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that Hetamit's Tarifli Sur is not an operative concept in most Isurim, and Abaye said it should be, and Abaye hammered at him, and Rav Dimi came up with an alternate explanation to the Tful Yom scenario, which is, um, which is, um, uh, and Abaya then challenged that. Rav Dimi challenged back, and the answer was Drabanan. Abaya then challenged it again. Rav Dimi couldn't challenge back, but said, I can still defend myself as Drabanan. After all of that, and it looks like Abaya has Rav Dimi on the ropes, He says, wait a second, your Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan, said the Pasuk Mishrat, the verse, the word Mishrat in the Pasuk about Nazir, is what teaches that says, who said? Maybe it's there for um, for a different concept, which is Tam Kikar. Tam Kikar means when an item takes on the taste of something forbidden, it becomes itself like that forbidden item. So perhaps... Mishrat is not there to tell you that if you have some bread and some wine and the whole thing is a sheer yachayev, but rather if you have something that has taken on the taste of wine, it now is defined as wine. That's what Mishrat is. So now, parenthetically, He was first bothered by Rav Dimi. And then he challenged him with all of those challenges. And then Hadam Raleli turned down Kikar, and then he turned around and said, "Okay, I'm backing off. I don't accept Hetamit Star for the Easter either, and I'd like to see if it works for Tom Kikar. Why didn't he do that?" So the answer is Bato to Shanile after Rav Dimi defended himself. Amarle. So Abayi then said, "Dumali ten Tom Kikar hudaata lichedetanya." Abayi said, "All right." I will accept the possibility that Hetamit Star for doesn't work everywhere else, and maybe Mishrat's there for something else because I have a Brita that Tanya Mishrat. In this Brita, unlike Rabbi Yochanan, the word Mishrat is used to infer a rule about Tam Ki'ikar. And what is that? <clears throat> if he soaked grapes in water, and the water now has the taste of wine, Unlike what we did with Nazir, we left it there. Here we're going to apply it via Kavachomer to all other Yisurim. 
And let's see what the Kalvachomer is. Nazir is light. It's not permanent. It's for 30 days or however long. Nazir is allowed to get Hanah from grapes. He's allowed to sell and buy grapes. He just can't drink them or eat them. Plus, there's a way out of the Isur. So, Asabo Tamkikar, nonetheless, the Torah is Machmer and says that if you have the taste of wine, you're Chayav. Kileha Kerem. So, a model of another kind of Isur is Kileha Kerem, which is uh, the, the result of a mixture of grapes and wheat. Wheat sown in the field, or grapes that are planted in a wheat field. Uh, or, or wheat plant in a vineyard, the result is kileha kerem and isurani surolam. They're also forever. There's no time limit on that. Isurani surana. You know that they benefit from it. There's no way out of it. And or dinshe sebo tam kikar. So kavachomer that we should say when it comes to kileha kerem. And by the way, almost all isurim are going to still have that same result of there's ain heter lisurah. They never become mutar, and that there's no that. Um, and, uh, sorry, and that ain isuro isurolam, that most of them are permanent isurim, and avela is always an avela, and that there's also no way to be released from it. So most of them will be stronger than uh, than nazir in that way. So So certainly tamkikar should apply to kileha kerem and to most isurim. And two of those three ways are true about orla. Orla, the first three years. So it's not true that it's isurolam because it does uh, lapse. But there is no way out of it, and there is an Isur Hana'am. So, parenthetically, that Rabbi Avau, with whom we started this podcast, who said, quoting Rabbi Yochanan, that Ein Heter Mitzrayfli Isur, except in Nazir, was only there to explain Rabbi Akiva's opinion. He wasn't saying his own position. He was saying, this is what Rabbi Akiva, who said something, this is what he meant. It's from Mishrat, and it's Heter Mitzrayfli Isur is the operative concept. Now, hey, Rabbi Akiva, what statement of Rabbi Akiva was Rabbi Aval commenting on? Elam Rabbi Akiva dehacha. If you think it's Rabbi Akiva of our Mishnah, that not Rabbi Akiva Omer, filo sharpi tobiyan v'yishpok kedilat zayif kazayit chayav. Rabbi Akiva said, even if you soaked your bread in wine, and there's uh, enough to make a kazayit, you're chayav. Mimai, maybe not. Dilma hu deika kazayit paina. Maybe that's when you have a full kazayit uh, worth of wine. So if that's the case, what's Rabbi Kiva teaching? Rabbi Kiva is coming to disagree with Tanakama. Because Tanakama said, we mentioned this in the Mishnah in the previous podcast, that the shear for wine, like any other liquid shear, is Ravit. Rabbi Kiva perhaps is just coming to say, no, it's not, it's a shear kazayit. But it has to be a kazayit worth of wine, not that the bread counts. And the way to see that is to soak it up in bread. Ella, so that that's not that does not prove that Rabbi Akiva says that's that then the comment would be Mishrat is there for that as limited to Nazir or Nazir and Akhtar and Chametz. Ella Rabbi Akiva de Bright, that's a different statement of Rabbi Akiva de Tanya. If a Nazir soaked his bread and wine and ate a kazayit of a combination of bread and wine, then he's chayav, which here proves that Rabbi Akiva holds isur, at least in isurei nazir. And so therefore Rabbi Yochan was saying it only applies to nazir and the source of it is mishrat. And that discussion is fine, but again Rabbi Yochanan 
or quoted by Rabbi Avahu, was not there to discuss the normative halacha, but rather just to explain Rabbi Akiva's opinion. Yet Hashem, in the next podcast, we'll continue on with this discussion and take us to the end of this particular piece on Lamed Chet Amud Bet. Everybody should have a wonderful day.